the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? You got your baseball, you got your St. Louis Cardinals garb on, which is fantastic. I like it. It's good. Even though they're neither fantastic nor likable, they're in the basement. There was actually booing at Bush Stadium last night, which freaking never happens. It never happens. The team's a mess. Nolan Arenado looks completely lost. I think the coaches all need to be frog marched down Market Street. I think that this team had a lot of potential. They got no pitching over the offseason, and they've driven it into the ground. You know, the weird thing about baseball, though, you, you can switch things up really quickly, and things can just turn on a dime. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Natural, but when the Knights were really bad, they brought in the sports psychologist or some equivalent kind of a quack. And I just remember he stood up in front of the team and he goes, losing is a disease as contagious as syphilis. And then they would show clips of the Knights playing poorly. And, and that's what I think the Cardinals are going through. And I think there's a metaphor for us in owning a law firm with it. I've been thinking about it that you know, sometimes you get in that funk and then it seems like the funk piles up on each other. And, you know, I was talking to my therapist yesterday about all the stuff that piled up on me the last couple of weeks. And it's like, dude, there's 10 things. There's 10 things. My house is under attack. We're renovating the whole house. We just got done with Ramadan. We've got all these things that we could, you know, we had to let someone, we, we parted ways with someone here at the firm. And just like, if you let all that stuff pile up, you can really get into a nasty rut that can be hard to get out of. And I, I feel like I'm coming out of it, but man, it can feel just like that clip in the movie where it's just like, you just can't catch a break. You gave me a wonderful segue into something I got to bring up, but I'm, I'm going to ruin the segue. I don't care. But I know what you mean. Cause the, as you know, I've been sick since like last week and I missed two days of work. Like I've never missed two days of work. And it like, it had me down. Like I was sleeping. It was like a lot of sleep. But um, it is one of those things like when you're laying in bed for that long, you're like, you just think about all these things, feel like it's just piling on top of you. It can be tough sometimes. But the other thing, the way I was going to ruin your segue is of all the teams, our two boys, all right, of, of all the teams that they got assigned the names, do you know what teams they got, baseball teams they got? Oh, yeah. The Yankees? Yes. 
Jackson's team is the Yankees. Who would be the other one? The worst of all. The Cubs. Yes, the Cubs. We got the two. We got the two that you never want. It's just we got both of them. So Yankees and Cubs. Like, gosh, dang it! But both of them seem like they're pretty good. So I'll take it, I guess. Anyways, that's funny. When I coached when the kids were really little, the first time I coached them, they were the Tigers. So when I ordered their hat, I got them a D, but the D didn't look like the Detroit hat, and it just looked like a dumb D. And everyone was like, "These are the Tigers. Why do you have a D on their hat?" So my son loves to tease me about that. I like it. That's good. I went to one of the last Detroit Tigers games. I don't think it was the last, but in the old Tiger Stadium, it was so cool. We sat in left field. When the ball would go up, you couldn't see. You couldn't see the ball. It was so. It was like that. It was just such a poorly designed stadium. It was really cool. If any of you listeners have ever been to it, you know how cool it is. Because like all these like triple deckers, you know, it was really cool. But people were like ripping chairs up. People were ripping things off of the chairs. Like it was because they were about to, they were going to destroy it like a week after that. So I saw a game there. I was by myself. I went to a screenwriting conference, if you can believe that. And I bought a ticket and I was in the third row. But it was the first two rows go down underneath the ground level. So in the third row, my eyes were at the level of the feet of the first baseman. It was the craziest thing. It was, I'll never see a game like that again. It was bizarre. It was weird. That one's weird. And then Oakland. I, went, I, I, went, I saw a game by myself in Oakland, and it was awful. The worst. It is the absolute worst. I saw one in Minnesota, the old Twin Stadium. That one was awful. Not nearly as bad as Oakland, though. The real worst one is the Tampa Bay, the juice box. It's the worst. It's a multi-use place. It's rusty. It's gross. It's not good. That's crazy. All right. Let's move on to the thing I got to bring up. So when this airs, this is June 13th, and our next in-person guild event, I want to make sure I mention this because prices go up in about a week. The, the next in-person guild event is Thursday, July 20th and Friday, July 21st at VentureX in Denver, Colorado. And the reason why we want, we want to make sure we mention this, because that's why you gave me a perfect segue. We're kicking off the workshop. It's led by performance coach Jason Selk. He's kicking off the event. He's not going to be there the entire time, but he's kicking off the event and it's going to be followed by a mastermind where each member is going to be able to take a hot seat. It's going to be a really, really cool event. Last chance early bird tickets are on sale through June 30th. Price is, going to, is, is currently $1,197. It will then go up to $1,597. So make sure you get your tickets. Go to MaxLawEvents.com. MaxLawEvents.com. Well, that is a great segue because the St. Louis Cardinals need to bring Jason Selk back. They don't need to bring that guy saying that losing is a disease as contagious as syphilis. They need Jason Selkback to bring some mental toughness to that team because they are not mentally tough. I am curious to see if that would change things. That would be interesting that he was their performance coach the last time they won the World Series. So Last two times. Last two times, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know if that's something that Jason would want. It seems like he's doing all right by himself now. But um, All right, let's get to the topic of the day. All right, so... Let me give you the framework because I want to talk talk this through with you because I want to get what your thoughts are. I put an idea into the guild uh, last week, I think, and here's the idea. And this is not a, a new idea, right? This is not something that I came up with. This is just an idea. We use team inboxes now, and frankly, I, the teams don't like using it. They like using their own email. And my post in the guild was basically, what are your thoughts on routing all emails, okay, all emails through one person, okay, all emails. 
like you do a receptionist. Okay, you treat it like you would do a receptionist, and then that receptionist then routes things through tasks that could be created or whatever. That was the question. I got a lot of interesting feedback. A lot of people do things that are very similar. There's a lot of different apps apparently that allow you to do that. I know that we could do that with with Zoho, Zoho uh, Team Inbox. We could do that. You could set tasks right there from within Zoho, and it'd be easy to do. But I'm also reading this book, which I'm gonna. It's it's gonna be my tip of the week. You know, spoiler alert. But it's a world with that email. It's by Cal Newport. You may have already read it. I know you're a huge Cal Newport fan, but. I want to talk through the way we do email because it is a huge burden every single day. And so I just want to get your thoughts on ways we could redo email. Okay. That sounds like a good topic. All right. So I personally would love the idea of, actually, I personally love the idea of the team inboxes where everyone sort of gets all the information for their team. It's sort of difficult when it comes to core notifications because when you do that, you get like, if you have three people on a team, I guess you only have one attorney, but if you have two attorneys assigned to the case, then you would get the notifications would go to just different team inboxes. And that's kind of that part's kind of frustrating. But ultimately, I think it would I would love for all email to go through one place. I just that might be like a full time job by itself, just doing that. Why do you want all the email to go through one place? That way, there's one person that's accountable for it that can then assign tasks based upon it. Here's one of the major issues that I've seen, especially when it comes to attorneys leaving. So discovery comes through that person's email. Okay. If that person does not then move it into the file like they should have, or let's say that they haven't even left. Let's say they're still with the firm. They've not added it to the file and we've got a deadline coming up and a case manager is trying to work on the discovery. Hey, where's the discovery? Hey, I can't get a hold of such and such um, because they're in court today. The deadline's in two days. And I really need to start working on this. It gets sort of locked into that email. And if you have it in more of a team setting, it's going to allow, whether that's in one email or in like multiple team inboxes, more people are going to have access to it. That way it's not locked away in one person's email or just the fact that there's communications with adjusters or attorneys on negotiations. If that note has not been added to the file, that's a problem. So I'm trying to solve the information being locked away in one person's inbox where people can't get to it. The Guild is Maximum Lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you're granted exclusive access to quarterly in-person events around the country. The next Mastermind is coming up on July 20th and 21st in Denver, Colorado, featuring hot seat sessions and personal coaching with renowned performance coach Jason Selk. This event will give you the opportunity to work directly with Jason, who has helped countless high-performing individuals and teams reach their full potential. During the hot seat sessions, you'll gain valuable insights and learn strategies to help you overcome the challenges you're facing in your practice. For a limited time, you can get your ticket at the lowest early bird price. Head to maxlawevents.com to join now and reserve your spot at the upcoming Guild Mastermind. So, I mean, first of all, I think Filevine does a great job with the dedicated case address to make sure that that doesn't happen. So once everybody gets used to Using that email address, it's like a blind CC into the file, and the problem is therefore mostly solved. I'm worried about relieving everybody of that responsibility when all it really takes is yelling at them until they do it every time, right? So I just think, I mean, how would this work? You're saying that it's not a CC matter, a CC email. It's the actual communication goes through some gatekeeper. You could set these up where... When you send the outgoing email, it looks like it's from you. 
So there would an outgoing email, it's there's no problem. What if you and I are trying to settle a case over email over the course of a day? I mean, I got to go find it each time it comes in. Well, see, this is, I'm, that's why I'm glad we're talking this through. This is the dumbest plan I've ever heard. So the centralized one wouldn't work. In, in the team inbox, it would work, actually, because it's you only have a few people that are assigned to that team inbox. And that's what we have currently where, yeah, you just go in the team inbox. It's right there. So it's not like it's – the cent, I, that's a good point. with the That's a huge flaw, though, with that team inbox. It's a really good point. So, so I'm, that's why I want to talk this through. So this is good. I often come back in our firm to this analogy that I've – I don't know where I picked it up, but, you know, like – have you ever heard that thing like if you're in a restaurant and somebody's choking or there's a fire, like you don't say, hey, somebody call the police. You point to one person and you say, lady, you call the police. Dude, you get a towel for their head. Dude, you do this. Like when no one is responsible, ultimately responsible, you know, there's big problems, right? So I think that I understand the problem that you're having, but let's say you have one attorney who's hoarding attachments in their email. That's a problem. I just don't know that the solution is the right one. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a good point. And I have heard that before. And I think that that's right. The counterpoint to that would be is that there would be one person one person assigned to it. But I think that, that the centralized inbox, it seems like it's a really monumental task. It's rethinking things so much. I don't know if it's doable. It sounds like there's a lot of people in the field that do do that by a lot, about five to 10 is sort of this response it looked like people actually do it. I would love to see how they do it. Cause I, the one point that you gave me already is a really good point. Like here's another one. How many team members do you have? I think we're at total 24. And how many emails on average would each team member receive in a given day? A bunch. I don't know. I know I personally get, I don't know. It's like 120 or something like that. It's crazy. So say a hundred. Now you probably get more than most people, but let's say somewhere between 50 and a hundred. So let's say 75 times 24 people that's in one day. I don't think this is a scalable plan. I think you're going to set yourself up for some real problems later on because even if the person is working their ass off and using automation as much as they can, you're talking about a torrent of email. I just don't know how this scales. I think if it's if it's a one attorney and they're paralegal and maybe an admin, yeah, maybe. But beyond that, I mean, we have 55 team members, you know, and we have email in all different kinds of places. I just think it's really important that you find a better way. No, I, I agree. So let's take the the centralized inbox and let's scrap that idea for a second. Because I do want to see how other people do it. Because I'm not convinced that that's the way of doing it either. I do want to give people some pointers on like sort of streamlining their emails. Because we all do get a bunch of emails. Because I think hearing us brainstorm this idea might be helpful. But I think also give them some takeaways too. But most of us use Gmail as like our... We use Google Workplace. You do too as well, right? Yep. I do want to tell people, like, if you all get regular emails, you can set up filters. And if you find yourself forwarding emails to certain email addresses on a regular basis, which that does, I mean, you can actually set up filters uh, that will catch those emails and automatically do things with them and then archive them so you don't have to worry about it or delete them. So just keep that in mind. I, uh, I don't do this with yours, Jim, but some people I subscribe, they put me on their list of emails and I didn't really subscribe for it. Just subscribe to it. I don't want to read them, so I just have them automatically deleted instead of subscribe to it, just so I don't hurt their feelings. But so, like, there's things like you can do, like things like that with filters too. I think I think it's a really easy way of, of minimizing your inbox and doing things that you want to do with them. But let's change gears with team inbox because 
Wait, can I just say something real quick about that? Besides unsubscribing is I've been reporting people for spam because if, if like the people that drive me the crazy the most are Avo reps, they're the worst. Headhunters are really bad. And, and I, I think they have multiple email addresses and they send me all this stuff all the time. And then I gave money to the DNC one time and they've sold my email address 8,000. I get an email from every candidate everywhere across the country and I just knock them as spam. If I didn't sign up for it, I'm not, I mean, that's the best way to keep it out of the email in the future. It's a really good point. I've been doing that too fairly recently. I, I held off for many, many years not reporting them to spam, just unsubscribing. And like, I just got sick of it because it is, that the, they, they just, it's the email like, hey. Got a minute? Yeah, you got a minute. Yeah. Quick question. Podcast guests all the freaking time. And it's just them because they get paid to do it, right? They get paid to promote it. And then they'll email me five times. Hey, did you see my previous email? Hey, did you see my previous yeah, email? That's the worst. And I'm like, okay, no, now you're spammed. Okay, that's what you are. So that's, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And for, for those of you that have not heard our previous episodes on like actually having a VA that handles your email inbox and all that, you should check that out. But all right, so let's switch over to team inboxes. It sounds like you all don't use any form of team inbox, right? No, other than the feed and Filevine. Okay. Let me tell you the problem with Filevine feed. When it comes to this, the email, there's two major problems that I have with it. One, it's the formatting. If I were to CC the file on it, and if I needed to print that email off, because like sometimes we do, like for like bad faith like setups, we need to print off that email and it looks needs to look official. It doesn't look very good inside of Filevine if you try to do that. That is a problem. And then the other one is, is that when, when those emails, it doesn't solve the problem whenever those emails come in because they're not CC'd. And we've had attorneys where they'll, they'll say, Hey, uh, I saw that your client's email was on, was you know, CC'd. I removed it from this thread. And so we, that's, that's a fairly common thing that we see when we try to CC the file. It does happen quite a bit. I want to get your thoughts on though addressing one little issue we have. So the team inbox is fantastic. It's great. Uh, from my perspective, but we do have hesitation when it comes to adoption. The good thing about Team Inbox is that you can CC the Team Inbox whenever you want to. You can email out whenever you're emailing out. So, for example, like Red Team at mfinjury.com is one of the Team Inboxes. So, if I've got that for Red Team, those emails can come into Red Team. You know, core notifications can come into Red Team, and if I want to email Jim Hacking, I can just say it's from Tyson at mfinjury.com, and then whenever they reply to it it'll actually come to my email and not the red team email. And that is a, it's a handy little thing. Another cool thing is too, is that whenever there's a lot of cool things about it, like, but if I send the email and it's from the red team inbox and then it, they respond to it, I get alerted. The other two people uh, on the team don't get alerted, which is kind of cool where I'm, I, I know it's for me. Problem is, is like people, they seem to seem to really like their Google email. So do you have any suggestions on adoption, getting people to adopt it? Cause it is a fantastic, product. It gives you a lot of options. There's a lot of features on, on Zoho's team inbox. And I just wonder what your thoughts are on, on getting that adoption. It is a valuable tool. I just want to, I want to increase adoption. So you yourself are on teams right now. You're a participant in a team or two. Yeah. So I can jump in because I've got admin rights. I can jump into multiple emails or team inboxes if we need to. Okay. So let's say Anthony, Anthony's on a team or two. He's on one. He's on green team at mfindry.com. It's that one inbox. So does that mean that every email that comes to Green Team, Anthony sees? In that team inbox, yes. Even ones that aren't addressed to him? Correct. So now Anthony's checking emails that don't apply to him? 
Yeah, but I what I would optimally I think what I'd want is is that the case manager is in charge of reviewing it and then assigning them out. And so one person is responsible for that inbox and not, that's not how we're doing it currently. Just so you're, so we're clear. But one person is responsible for that inbox and that we would probably have it as the case manager. And then I guess the point I'm trying to make is what percentage of time are people spending looking at other people's emails inside the group? Probably not a whole lot because they're all they're all team related because they're all the people on that team you, you have three people on that team that are that are assigned to that inbox. You have a litigation assistant, you've got a case manager, and then you got an attorney. That's it. So they're all related to cases like that are on that team. But like if the legal assistant is setting up a depot time with a client, does the lawyer then see all those emails? Currently, yes. Optimally, no. Like so, what would happen is is that that would be dealt with by the case manager, and then it's tagged to that client. So then it's archived, and they'll never see it. And you can also you can assign emails. So, I, Jim, if you were like on my team, I can assign that email to you, and then you won't see the other ones. You can just look at the ones that are only assigned to you. So if I go into that team inbox, you don't have to look at all the other emails. I can go, okay, I only want to see the ones that are assigned. It's just a tab. Boom, click, assign to me, boom, these are my emails that I need to address and nothing else. And that means to get those team emails that have been assigned to me, that's not happening in Gmail, that's happening somewhere else? It's happening in Zoho team inbox, yeah. And that's part of the headache of getting the adoption that you wonder about. Yeah, I think what it would take is us switching over almost completely. And that's a big problem. I wonder if you're not creating more work by trying to create less work. It seems... I think at the very least right now, it seems like a push, if not a little more extra work. I mean, what's the big problem with letting adult people handle their own email and then notifying people when they need to? It's just the information being locked away is what it is. Um, not everyone on the team knowing what's going on with the file because it's in that person's email. They don't make a note on it or they don't CC the file or the document. Why don't you lose your shit the next time that happens and make a mockery of everybody involved who did not upload the documents to where it belongs and say, if this happens again, you're all f***ing fired. Because that's not my style. I need to bring Jim Hackett. Yours and mine, I'm teasing, but you know what I mean. I mean, it seems like you're taking on this monumental task to solve a relatively minor problem that could be solved with a little bit of coaching and a little bit of guidance. Okay. Uh, feedback taken. I want to talk to this through a little bit more. We do need to wrap things up because both of you, you and I both have huddles uh, coming up. So we can talk more about this later. I appreciate the combo. Before I wrap things up, I want to remind everyone to join us in the big Facebook group. A lot of great information being shared there. Uh, if you want a more high level conversation, join us in the guild, go to maxlawguild.com. If you want to join us in Denver and then later this year in Miami and then our own little retreat that we have, a little teaser there. MaxLawEvents.com. You can join us there as well. Jimmy, what is your hack of the week? You know, I'm a 10 quick start and I love to get excited and jumping on to next things. Don't be too quick to jump out of a team. Don't be too quick to abdicate responsibility or connection to a team. I've spent the last 90 days or four months with my intake team and I have a connection with them that I haven't had in a really long time. I'm going to be much slower in how I exit this time than I was the last time. And I just think that it's easy to sort of adopt this mindset that, oh, well, this thing's humming along so I can go over here and go do other stuff. But I think across our firm right now in every department, we're seeing that sort of the leaders of those departments need to be a little bit more connected than I thought. So be deliberate and be thoughtful in how you let go of connection in whatever department you're responsible for. 
I love it. That's good advice. And then I already mentioned this, but my tip of the week is a world without email reimagining work in an age of communication overload by Cal Newport. So check it out. All right, Jimmy. See you, brother. Bye, bud. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.